some of it's about you and like the growth that you've personally done to feel comfortable and feel hot in your body, which is so important for women, right? We can't enjoy good sex, really, truthfully, no matter if our partner's a fucking supermodel, like eight packs, sexy chocolate man, right? Like you can't, I can't enjoy him unless like I really, really love myself and enjoy myself. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome back to the Get Up Girl with your gal and host, Joanna Vargas. And I have my gal, Bryn Marie, back again. We're going to talk all about sex. Bryn has been here on the show before. She is a holistic health coach and fitness instructor, and yogi, master, and everything under the sun, and entrepreneur. Barbie. Barbie. (laughs) Remember how Barbie had all the jobs? She was like a veterinarian, and a yoga teacher, and a doctor. (laughs) You could just change her. Yes, you are Barbie. You actually look look just like her. I'm excited to talk, Bryn, because Something that I would really like to bring to the forefront, and you and I have had side conversations and even here on this show about sex and to totally normalize sex talk and have it so that we can just chat. And it's not something that is hidden and something so taboo and something so shameful. So I do want to talk about the importance of sex life and, you know, jump right into there. So let's go into the first question. How did you grow up, Bryn? with sex? It's such a big blanketed question, but what was your point of view growing up? Yeah. So it's interesting that you ask this because I think people really learn about sex from our primary care figures, right? And from what our parents say, especially our moms, right? About sex, sexuality, what's sexy, what's bad, what's good, what's naughty, what's right. Yeah. We learn all of that from growing up. So growing up with, in my household, Um, I don't feel like sex was something that was super bad, but it was also like one of those things that I specifically remember, um, one of my mom's best friends, um, her daughter got pregnant when she was 16. And my mom looked at me and said, don't ever do that to me. Those were her words to me. And so from that moment on, I was like, I was probably in middle school at that time. And I was like, I'm terrified to have sex because I don't want to break my mom's heart. Like that's what I like equated that with. And then, um, and then I remember one time my dad having a conversation with me in the car and he was like, basically what, like, okay, this was super awkward. Cause if you knew my dad, you'd be like, okay, no. like it was yeah. one of those things where I was like, no dad, like we're okay. So can we be done now? You know, like yeah. it was like a one time like conversation where he was like, basically said, if I got pregnant while I was in high school or like lived under their roof, that like it would be taken care of. Uh And like, 
I would like lose all my privileges, like my cell phone and like anything he paid for. And so I basically was like, okay, don't have sex because you're going to get pregnant and then you're going to get in a lot of trouble. And I didn't know anything about sex, how you got pregnant, how you didn't get pregnant, um, about my cycle when you could even get pregnant. Like none of that was expressed or taught to me. I just was like, oh, sex is, is bad because I could get in a lot of trouble, right? Or I could become pregnant at a young age and be in trouble. I didn't know anything else about it or how sacred it was or how important it was or anything. I just was like trouble, right? Like I get in trouble. I'll yeah. break my parents' hearts. I'll get kicked out of my house or I'll get my privileges taken away, you know? And then the other thing is I grew up as a competitive gymnast and competitive dancer. And so I didn't really feel like I had time to think about relationships or even have a boyfriend to have sex with, um, you know, or whatever you like, girlfriend, boyfriend, because I was like, I was focused on my, my sport or on my art, you know, I was focused on, um, you know, competing. And so I was like, okay, if I, I always just equated like having sex means you could get pregnant. And I was like, I can't be pregnant because then I can't dance. And that's like how sex was for me um, in high school. Bryn, I never put two and two together until you said that, but you know what? I had the same thing and I never articulated it. So mm. it was like, I was so afraid of getting pregnant. And yeah. I remember one time I was a virgin and I think I was like 14 or 15 and I was under so much stress from my dance team, same thing and high school. Mm. And I didn't have my period for a couple months. And I thought I was pregnant. And you hadn't even had sex. No, that's yeah, see, crazy because I was so afraid. I'm no. like, well, I must be because how can I not have my period? But it was like crazy. the freaking Virgin Mary or something. Yeah. No. <laughs> <Virgin> Mary. <laughs> oh, Vanessa's here. Vanessa. Okay, Vanessa, we're going to add you in. Welcome to the chat, Vanessa. There you go. Hi. Thanks. Hi, I Vanessa. You on, made it. I come on in and all I hear is like periods. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, Vanessa. Beautiful yeah, Vanessa. Vanessa, this is Bryn. Yes, we, we, are, we, we know each other. Oh, you do? Are you freaking serious? <laughs> no. I love Vanessa. I love me some Vanessa. Yeah, yeah. We That's a homie. That's a homie right there. How the heck do you two know each other? We, we know each other from Core Power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Okay. So this is like a good, okay. This is not like. <laughs> no, it's a good cap and know each other. Yeah, we're not strangers. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Well, Vanessa, okay, same question to you. We're going to throw you in right oh, in the pick. Throw me in, please. What was your upbringing with sex? What was the first thing that you could remember? Like, what kind of messages did you receive? From my parents? Sure, whatever okay. it may be. So I feel like I mostly, as a child, my parents never really talked to me about it, but I would hear them talk to each other or like their friends. Sorry, I'm trying to find more light in this house. Yeah. Um, I would hear them mostly like talk to each other about it or like um, talk about it in front of me. Like I remember them talking to their friends and being like, oh yeah, in my upbringing, we didn't talk, our parents didn't talk about it, but we heard about it from friends or whatever. And they never really did. Um, but then I do remember this really one awkward car drive with my dad when he was teaching me how to drive when I was like 16. And he was like, you should always stay a virgin. And by that point, like my virginity was long gone. So, <laughs> um, but um, I remember what they did do though, was they always bought me books like to read. And I, I 
found the information myself. I used to read, I still read, I read a lot. I've always read a lot. So they bought me books and I, that's how I learned about sex. Okay. So both of you then, did you either, and I'm, I'm assuming it's no, but did you either get the sex talk from your parents or did it just never happen? Nope. Never happened. Not really. Yeah. Like I said, that one, I had that one awkward, like conversation with my dad in the car but I wouldn't really call that a sex talk it was yeah. more like a like threat and then I was yeah, like got it right? of God yeah. yeah wow okay this is so great I love having these chats because in my little brain or my big brain I think that everybody had the sex chat I live in this like fantasy world wow okay then Bryn question to you how did you learn about it like literally how it worked I'm talking about body parts through experience, I guess. <laughs> you find out, like you're with your partner and you're learning at that moment. Yeah. I mean, I wow. think there's like a natural part to sex, right? Like I think we're all sexual beings, obviously. And so like, to me, it's silly, like in today's day and age to like not talk to your kids about sex or not explain to your young teenager, teenage girl, how her cycle works or like how you can get pregnant or not, or what sex with a partner means. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, I think I just learned like through experience and because we're like sexual creatures, I think I just like part of me kind of knew, kind of knew, like I figured out on my own where my body parts were just by playing, you know, myself and yeah. And then, and then, um, yeah, I think sex was really strange and horrible, actually, at first when I was in college, when I even as a young adult, like, I think back to some of the sexual experiences I've had. And I think like, oh, that was not it. Like, that was not it. You know, but I didn't know. Like, I don't know. You just learn as you go, I guess. Oh, this is interesting. I, these are juicy. Okay, Vanessa, for you, how did you learn then? Books from reading. Books. Okay. Mm -hmm. How old are you then? I was like maybe eight. Ooh, okay. And I would like go looking for these books in the library. Like I would like search for the books that were about, and they weren't just about sex. They were mostly about like um, bodies like changing and so forth. And and then it, and that led into sex, but I would, I was interested in all of it. Like I wanted to know about period. I wanted to know about everything. So like I would go find the books that talked about it and then I would read it. And that's how I learned. And I remember being very, very ahead of my peers. Like I remember when we got um, in Catholic school, they call it family life. And they basically have like the, some nun or principal or whatever come in and teach you about sex. And um, I remember being very advanced in my knowledge as opposed to my peers because I would read a lot about it. Mm. Oh, there was this experience. You're going to like this one. So my mom um, used to be a nurse and she took me to a health fair. And I remember they were having people like put condoms on bananas, like at the health fair. Observed my brother do it. And like, it was just like definitely not something I should have seen at that young of an age. But um, yeah, yeah, that, that was it too. And I remember me knowing about that was also very ahead of my peers. Like I remember in family life talking about condoms and nobody had any idea at the age of eight or what a condom was. Okay, gals. When you discovered, or let's say the first time you had sex, how long did it take you to feel comfortable with it? Was it right away? Like you were saying, Bryn, you're like, you look back and you're like, okay, that was not it. <laughs> how long did it take you? Like, I'm, I'm very curious. 
actually, I'm glad you asked this. Sex is obviously different with different partners. And I think sex is like such a big energy transfer, right? Like I feel like you're sharing something like really energetic, really like high frequency vibrations, right? With, with someone when you're having sex with them. I remember like not ever feeling quite satisfied <laughs> fully with, um, with sex. And even if I had an orgasm, I still was like, mm-hmm. you know, after that feeling of being like, I don't know if that's like what I'm supposed to feel mm-hmm. like, like you think it's going to be like magical or like, you're going to feel different about yourself. And then sometimes I would feel like worse or like, it wasn't magical. Even if I, even if I had the big O, I still was like, I don't that like, I, I, there was something that was not satisfied. I still wasn't satisfied. I feel like I became satisfied with sex for me personally, when I was having sex with my current partner, who is my fiance, who is the love of my life, who's someone that I feel really safe with, where I can actually like feel like I can release into a space where I'm fully, where I feel safe enough to like fully relax into it. You know what I mean? Cause it's like every time. And I think I was saying this to you the other day, like every time a man like lays on top of us, we're like putting our lives at risk. Like this man could crush me. I think he could kill me with his hands for sure. You know what I mean? Like for sure. Uh, my two hands don't even fit around his neck. You know what I mean? So it's like, like every time I lay down to have sex with this person, right? My partner, I'm trusting him. Like, and that trust allows me to relax enough into my own body to like really feel and like really enjoy the experience and really like get the, the chemicals moving, right? And actually have the full experience, not just an orgasm, not just sex, not just like, this fun time, but like an actual more like explosive experience in my body. And I feel like I didn't feel that. Like it didn't get good mm-hmm. like that until like I was having sex with someone I felt really connected to and um, safe with. And I also at the same time was doing a lot of growth, personal growth and development and exploration in my own femininity. And it wasn't until I tapped more into my divine feminine that I felt like I could really enjoy sex thinking like my pussy's not gross. It's fucking beautiful. You know, this is a portal. This is magic. This shit is magic. You know, like it wasn't until I like felt like that. Like it wasn't until I wanted to fuck myself that I really enjoyed like someone else fucking me. You know what I mean? (laughs) You don't want to be with you. uh, Then yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's a, a self-esteem inner confidence thing too, I think, to have that full like sex experience and really not feel bad about it. Bryn, when you told me that the other day, I I had never thought of it that way. It was mind-blowing. Cause I'm like, you're mm. absolutely right. This man can do whatever he wants with me right now. Physically, he can hurt me, he can literally crush me. And I've had that feeling like when they're heavy, if you're with a bigger partner and you're like, oh my God, literally I can't breathe. Yeah, I I understand. Wow. It never I never put two and two together to go, yeah, there's a lot of safety and feeling safe and Mm -hmm. fully release. Yeah. And the mental safety of being like, this person's not judging me. This person like Mm -hmm. loves me. So I feel like, you know, and I think you could have great sex with someone who you're not in love with also. Like, I know that 
that that does happen too. Um, but then there, there's some sort of connection where you're like, I, I trust, or I feel safe. This person created a safe enough space for me, or I feel good enough about myself that like, I can fully enjoy this experience. So it doesn't have to be, I guess, like someone that you're in love with. Some people mm-hmm. love to have sex and it's completely separate from love. I know that that's fine, you know? Um, but like, yeah, there's some sort of like feeling of being like, I know I'm not being judged or like, mm-hmm. I know that I'm not being, um, yeah, I guess judge is the right word. Yeah. Like, you know, that I can embrace my body and like the way I sound while I'm having sex, the way I move, like all of it that I'm not like that person is like enjoying that. And yeah. And then also like enjoying it yourself, like being like, I think this is sexy because sexy is like not, not a specific, there's no definition for what it is. There's no specific look or whatever. It's whatever makes you feel it's confidence. It's confidence. Confidence is sexy. Yeah. With my partner, I am energetically connected to him and there is no judgment there. And now I have contrast to see past partners and go, wow, I was energetically picking up their judgments and I didn't realize it. So when I was with them, I wanted the lights off. I was like, don't look at me. And I'm going, who is this? This is not me, but I could feel their judgments energetically. And I was picking them up and then believing that I did not enjoy my body. Now my boyfriend, I'm like, he, he genuinely just loves every inch morsel of my body. So I'm like walking around naked. Yeah. Such confidence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. So I, I totally get that friend. Yeah. And some of that's about your partner and your connection to him. And some of it's about you and like the growth that you've personally done to feel comfortable and feel hot in your body, which is so important for women, right? We can't enjoy good sex really truthfully, no matter if our partner is a fucking supermodel, like eight packs, sexy chocolate man, right? Like you, (laughs) I can't enjoy him unless like, I really, really love myself and enjoy myself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, Vanessa, how about for you? How long did it take? Was it quick, like after your first partner that you really started to feel connected with you? Or have you even felt it yet? Um, so I remember like at least when I was younger, like my first couple experiences, like Bryn said, were quite awful. Like a lot of like, first of all, it really hurt like mm-hmm. so bad. Like it wasn't even enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And then the people I was with, usually, like, I felt very pressured, you know, like, usually it was a boyfriend who was, like, you know, really, really, you know, pressuring me, like, it didn't feel, like, like, um, energetically right back then, but I feel kind of like what Bryn said, like, until I started, like, having sex with people that I actually, that, like, you know, boyfriend or um, my husband now, like, that I actually had a really close connection with, and kind of like you said, like, I'd never really felt um, comfortable, like being just like naked walking around until my current, until my husband, you know, um, he's seen it every vulnerable state of my life. I mean, obviously I had two children in front of him. So, um, and like Bryn said, it's a portal. Like I've brought fucking life into this world two times, you know? Yes, Yes, sister. Yes. Yes. And you're a damn good mom. Come on. (laughs) Thank you. I am a damn good mom. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like at this point there is, I am at utmost vulnerability now, like 
before it would be like, oh, like, how do I look from this angle? Like, oh, I know I look good on this side. You know, like, that's how it would be. Like, even with like boyfriends, even with people that I really did care a lot about, I'm not going to say love because I really don't think I knew love until now, but um, people that I really cared about. And yeah, I was always like, I don't even think they were judging me. I think I was judging myself. And then I'm like, oh, like my hair looks good. Oh, I want to make sure my hair is like always in front. You know what I mean? Like all this stuff that was ridiculous. And then um, now that I could literally reach vulnerability, I can like look like this, like, you know, like glasses on and in a sweater and be like, yeah, like I know he thinks I am the most beautiful woman in the world because he really does. Yes. That's such a beautiful feeling. Oh, shout out to our partners. Yes. 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 Honestly, oh. my partner is the best. And you know, the thing that I will say is we are married with two kids and I feel like it's going to make me cry even just thinking about it. But I feel like a lot of women and I've seen it in like friends, you know, marriages or whatnot, like a lot of times after they have a baby and they don't look the way they did when before they had the baby, they feel like less attractive or they feel their husband's act differently towards them or they don't feel desired like I will honestly say that I've never felt less desired if anything I'm more desired now Mm. yeah it's and it's so beautiful that obviously I have stretch marks I have things on my body that I didn't have before having kids and he likes it better he's like yeah you've brought kids into this world you know and um he calls it like I have like stretch marks on my lower belly so I always wear my pants high and he's like that's that was my children's home you know, like, so, um, yeah, it makes me cry. Like I've never felt, I've, I've never seen another friend. Oh, actually maybe I have, I have some friends that have experienced that, but I have also seen the contrary where I've seen like, you know, friends who feel ugly now or friends who don't fit their, their partner doesn't make them feel good. You know, like, yeah, I've never, he's never made me feel any less than I did, you know, when I was pre-child. Mm. Vanessa, he sounds amazing. Oh my gosh, he, he just got me these headphones right now. Like, yes. look how amazing is that? <laughs> yes. You know, yesterday, well, if you're watching this in real time, but the podcast will come out later. Yesterday was International Women's Day and I was like celebrating women. And then also I'm like celebrating the men who lifted those women up for thousands, yes. thousands of years. Thank you, men. Yes. And thank you for paving the way. Like, mm-hmm. yes, Seriously. It, was cel- it was like a celebration of just humankind. It was so mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, love that. Okay. Another question, because this one's for me and I love it. I love to ask my girlfriends this, when you gals are feeling like not in the mood, right? But it, you would love to share something with your partner that evening, day, whatever. What are some things that you do to, to move into it, to shift your energy so that you can create that? Jump in whoever. Um. So I know for me, you know, sometimes it's late, we have two kids, you know, and we are a no screen time, like my kids don't get any screen time. So the chances for us to really be alone are probably less. And we live far away. We live in another state, you know, we don't, and we have no family around. So every time we go out, just us, we have to hire a sitter and, um, which is fine. But I'm just, my point is that we don't really have a lot of um, alone time that's not in the middle of the night. So anytime that we're going to be alone, it's usually at night after the kids go to bed, which they do go to bed early. It's fantastic. You know, usually they're in bed by 730. Um, but my husband works a lot and I work. We, we, well, my business is, I know I'm starting my business. So I work, I'm working a lot as well, but 
he works a lot. And to me, that is sexy. Like that's so sexy that he's providing for my family. And like, he stayed up till one working last night. So if like, he wants to have sex at 1am, I'm like, well, yeah, he is what he, he bought this house. So I mean, you know, like, and so that to me moves me in enough to know that like, that mentally brings me in enough to know like he did this like that's sexy that's hot to me so yeah i can move into this space because like he's working so hard for our family and i think if i'm really not if it's like a weekend the day where he's not working he just you know wants some and um you know the kids are asleep i usually will tell him like what to do like okay well maybe if you give me a massage uh-huh. Can, you give, can you start with a massage let's start there and then like you know i'll help him i'll give him the cues you know Vanessa, those were fantastic. I'm literally putting that one in my back pocket. <laughs> I love that to think, oh, yeah, he did this, this, and it'll turn me on. Yes. <laughs> so simple, but I got it. Thank yes. you. Yes. <sighs> it was wonderful. Yeah, I have a little bit different. <laughs> Wait, what's, oh, Rin, what's yours? Oh, I was going to say, I have a little different, like, take on this and experience. So I love like hearing other people's stories. Like, it's so interesting because I'm like, wow, what an interesting dynamic. And then I'm sitting here thinking, For me, I'm the one who's always like ready and on like, I don't know, I'm some type of freak, but like, (laughs) you guys, I'm the one who's like, let's have sex. And he's like, we just had sex this morning. And I'm like, I'm ready again. You know, like, I don't, I don't know. It's probably also because I'm 30 and he's 44. And so I'm all like, yeah. And he's like, you need like a 17 year old boyfriend. That'd probably be who's more compatible with me sexually. No, but, um, my man and I have great sex, but like, um, one of the things that I had to learn was like, I don't have to have sex with you every time you want to, you also have to have sex with me when I want to. And there has to be this, um, balance that we build where, um, there were times where I was saying, um, yes to sex when I actually meant to say no and I wasn't respecting myself or what I actually wanted. And so it would be like, for example, I like to have sex either in the middle of the day. Like if he was to come home at like two, like right after, Oh man, it's over. Okay. It's on. Um, or like in, in the evening, right? Like at night. And for him, he's a morning person and wakes up at 6am, like all spooning me, you know, like, and I'm like, um, excuse me, like I'm trying to sleep in, <laughs> you know. And so I'm like, I wanted to have sex last night, and I felt like for a while I was just going along with like, oh, every time he wanted to have sex in the morning, I would just do it because I felt like, oh my god, this is my only opportunity, so I have to say yes. And I had a lack mentality around it, right? Because I was just saying yes because I was like, this is when he's offering. And then I was like, wait, hell no. Like sometimes he's going to have to have sex with me in the evening when I'm the most turned on, when I'm going to have the best orgasm, when my pussy's the most wet, when I'm like, you know what I mean? Like when I want to versus like sometimes in the morning, I wouldn't be able to have an orgasm or I would feel that like pressure, you know, when you're like, oh my God, I'm taking too long. It's taking too long. And then all of a sudden you're like, now it's not going to happen because I'm asleep. I feel like my I'm numb. I don't know. Not numb, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm tight. I'm, I'm it's not off. Even my, yes, I'm turned off. My eyes are not even open. I can't even <laughs> open my eyes to like see what's going on. You know, I'm not a morning person. And so I was saying, catching myself saying yes, out of a lack mentality of like, this is my only shot. This is my only chance. 
to have sex with my partners when he wants it. So I had to learn to like really stand up for myself and go like, and be confident in saying not right now, knowing he was doing that to me at night. I was afraid to tell him no, thinking like, oh, then he's gonna be mad or da da da. And it's like, wait a second. If he can say no to me in the evening because he's tired, I can say no to him the next morning because I'm tired, you know? Mm-hmm. And that that became a better practice for me because now I feel like we each get to take turns having sex when it's ideal for us. Where like mm-hmm. the other night, I was like, you told me that when we got home, it was on, you know? And now you're falling asleep. And so he ended up having sex with me with his eyes shut. <laughs> Still gave it to me, but I was like laughing because he was like literally sleeping. Um, I was like, I'll get on top, whatever. Like, I'm doing what I want tonight, you know. The next morning, we were laughing because we were in the shower together, and he was like, Oh my god, it was last night I was sleeping. I don't know what happened. And I said, Well, I think you did know what happened because you you were still giving it to me. And he's like, No, he's like, I was sleeping, and I was like, Well, that's how I feel sometimes in the morning. When you want to have sex, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I'm sleeping. And so, you know, it's like there's times where we align and we're both turned on at the same time. And then there's other times where we're just not. And like I had to learn to be brave enough to say, like, I'm not into it right now. Um, the same way that he would do that to me, so that I could start to have sex at some of the times I wanted to. And he's gonna want to do it because he's like, damn, like, then he's also like, this is my shot. You know what I mean? Like, and then all of a sudden we have this more mutual respect for each other of like the timing, I guess, you know? I love these conversations. I love them. They're such a contribution. I <laughs> thank you gals for sharing this because I started these girl chats and we started the first one talking about sex and everybody's like, you know what? More of this. More. Yeah. People love to talk about sex. Yes. Yeah. They just don't do it because there's so much like shame or embarrassment or whatever you were taught when you were like, or it's like, like your mom said it was like bad or something, yeah. but yeah, you could bring it up and you can even feel the room kind of like quiet. I'm like, Whoa. Okay. Especially, I don't know about you, Bryn, but um, I know that you're Latina, Joanna, especially in our culture. Like it's so shameful to mm-hmm. talk about sex or, you mm-hmm. know. Yep. That's what, yeah. It was like, don't get pregnant. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. another thing I heard don't bring another human being home. But what it meant was don't bring a baby home. No more, you only one human being, not two. (laughs) But that was the way of saying, don't get pregnant. Yeah, and I'm like, oh shoot, that's so so much fear. Thank you so much for being open and being willing to share this with us and everybody listening, truly appreciate it. Everybody, please swipe up on the show notes and follow Bryn and Vanessa. And then if you want more sex talk, please let me know. DM me on Instagram. This is such a gift. Joanna, with your um, with your title, The Importance of Sex in Your Life, I just want to remind all the women out there that sex is important. If you're not having good sex in your relationship, like it is important. And it's not the most important thing. If you have a really great connection with someone, um, you can have a happy relationship and maybe not have sex all the time. Or I don't know, some people are in long distance relationships or whatever works for you. And I think the key is we all have to figure out what our own sexually empowered life looks like. Cause it's not the same for everybody. The way you like to have sex might be different than like your friends who you like to have sex with, how many partners you like to have sex with. All of it can be different. Um, and I think there's sometimes this like, uh, stereotyping around sex or like what's right and what's good and what's not. And it's like, no, just 
whatever turns you on, like that is right for you. If it's a woman today and a man tomorrow, that's fine. If it's two men at once, that's fine. Like whatever your sexually empowered life is, I feel like we should, (laughs) we should live that, you know, and like take ownership over it. Cause I really think like no shame, like sex is important. Like we wouldn't have been built by God with these organs that feel mm-hmm. and all of this, if we weren't meant to be like pleasured and, mm-hmm. and actually like feel it, you know? So it's like, why not embrace that? And like, think about all the happy chemicals. Like I pulled up this Instagram post. I love that's like, like hugging a loved one creates oxytocin in your body and like, um, physical touch and sex creates endorphins. And like, dopamine, the, the reward chemical is also, um, you know, and serotonin, all of those happy chemicals are created when we touch, when we hug, when we snuggle, when we kiss, Ooh, women love kissing, right? When we kiss, when we have sex. So it's like, um, hello, like these are positive chemicals being created in our bodies just for having sex. We're being rewarded for pleasure in this area of our lives. So like, if you have a shame story around sex, I think the first step is like to rewrite that and like, you know, move through that and then like really figure out what your sexually empowered life is so that you can, um, have these experiences so you can live it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the importance of sex in your life. Even post children, ladies, post children, it's still important to have sex, especially if you want more, because there's no way you're going to have more. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're uh, the Virgin Mary. (laughs) <laughs> that's true that's when vanessa came in on the beginning <laughs> I, yeah. I was a virgin i thought i was pregnant <laughs> these things under your brain Bryn, that was perfect everybody Bryn is a podcaster as well if you can't tell but yeah so follow her podcast at Bryn moves but thank you for bringing that up that was a nice round out and also sometimes sex is not always just copulation the two body parts together or whatever body parts you want to put together it could be like you said hugging kissing also taking a shower together, so many intimate and different taking I a walk. You were gonna say taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's another show, Vanessa. That's the next show. I'm sorry, I just laughed so hard in my mic. <laughs> Not expecting you to say it. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> so sorry for everyone's ears. I was like, ah! I was like cackling just now. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Salome is laughing. Love you ladies. Yeah. OMG. <laughs> She's coming. Thank you all for listening and for listening to our sex talk. We'll be back next month with two more gals or maybe bringing some gentleman energy, you know, and we'll be talking about sex again. And thank you. Love you all dearly. And we will see you next time on the Get Up Girl. Bye y'all. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.